Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. How did everybody survive the storm? I hope everybody's family, friends, loved ones are okay. We know we uh, did have 10 deaths reported at this point. Um, well, this, there's some people in Uxbridge who might be listening to this right now on a crank radio. Still. Yeah, we really uh, we really feel for, for Uxbridge. I saw some photos of uh, companies that are just destroyed their buildings and businesses. Wiped Second out. Wedge Brewery being yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, lot of damage. If you did any driving around uh, over the weekend... Um, just strange where, you know, parts of like Pickering, nothing. I think if you remember a little more south, Pickering, Whitby, Ajax, Oshawa, Durham region, you were maybe closer to the lake and not so bad. Lights were all out in Pickering after it was all said and done. But you get a little north and boy, it was just chaos. Yeah. Well, part, parts of, well, I think parts of south Pickering uh, and Ajax still uh, were without power mm-hmm. as of yesterday. Uh, Brooklyn. Uh, parts of it got hit hard mm-hmm. as well. We were at the cottage and, and, and lost power. Um, thankfully, you know, in our area, uh, not a lot of damage done outside of, uh, you know, power lines and trees hitting power lines and, and on the road mm. and such. But um, I know there's some cottagers in our area who did have cottage, trees hit their cottages or hit hit property and, and, and value. Um, and I just remember the drive home, we stayed the night Saturday hoping the power would come back on and we realized, no, this isn't coming mm. on for a few days. Uh, and so decided to leave. But on the drive back home, you could literally see like the lines where the storms like not eye of the storm mm. they're not calling this although they are they are going to investigate environment canada whether or not uh, tornadoes did touch down in certain sections uxbridge being one of them uh but they're calling it a derrico mm. which i was today years old on saturday or sunday when Never i heard, heard that, that term yeah. uh but they say yeah when groups of thunderstorms hit at the same time um and and create these updrafts that's what these heavy high winds and damaging winds were all about. And mm. it was a path that you can clearly see uh, by the outages across the map right. that it was, you know, 600 kilometers long and 100 kilometers wide. But you could see, like, just that eye go by where all the trees would be down in one section and then 30 seconds later, it would be like nothing happened. Right. And a guy's patio umbrella is still sitting there. Yeah. And then, you know, it would happen again, another line through... It's like just north of Peterborough, Duro area. Like, yeah, everything down in one section, and a minute later, it's fine. So if you had no power at the cottage and you stayed overnight, did the night nurse give you mouth-to-mouth resuscitation all night to keep you breathing? I, like, <laughs> everyone woke up, and I, I know I barely slept. Sure. Because, you know, I listen, I use CPAP uh, on a regular basis. I can't sleep without it. Mm. And, and uh, because every 15 minutes... I'm waking myself up because mm. I can't breathe. Uh, and uh, is and it because Adrian's got her hands around your it neck? It could have been <laughs> because at one point I think she did grab my arm. The snoring was must have been out of control. Right. She said she said on Sunday, "I can't believe we lived like that." Right, right, like right. through my snoring, right. Like that. Yeah, even from a young man, I guess, huh? Yeah, wow. yeah well, I started, you know, when did, when did we get married? Around that time. Oh, <laughs> stress. Hmm, stress no. brings that no, out. No, I always snored from, I think, my, probably my late teens. Mm. You know, I remember waking up at some, after some uh, guys' nights at the cottage and dude, guys were like, man, like, dude, you really saw logs up there. Wow. Well, it's the two packs of darts a day. Well, as well, uh, listen, we all have our vices. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, for many people, the power is going to be down and out for a while. I, I listen. I was shocked at my poo hut because usually a light breeze causes destruction, right? Um, but I just had some shingles up, 
Oh, okay. Uh, so I just threw some garbage yeah. bags up there. It's a good look. That's a great you leave it like a tarp. A blue tarp. That's right. It'll be there for the next there's three a, to five. Listen, there's a lot of shingle damage, and, and you have to really assess your damages before taking to social media to mm-hmm. complain right. that, you know, that your patio umbrella has a hole in it. Mm-hmm. That, you know, there are people who have lost lives, lost businesses, and lost their homes mm-hmm. uh, for the time being. Insurance companies must be, you know, bringing off the hook, yeah. uh, you know, throughout the weekend and today as well as people try and find out what to do. You know, if if you lost a couple of steaks because you couldn't eat them out in time mm-hmm. and the freezer was out of power... You know, assess that perhaps that's not a major catastrophe. I'll let you know, I was really some upset because we golfed at uh, Lake Ridge. And at one point, Lucky, I couldn't get the cart down a cart path because it was blocked (laughs) by a tree. And I said, I'm not having it. 94.9 The Rock, GTA's Rock Station. It's Rock Mornings Tuesday. Hope everybody had a great long weekend. We really need to stick with the four-day work week. I like it. Mm -hmm. I'd get it down to three if we could. Right. That would be perfect. Anyhow, one of the things we did, because we had family visiting in the May 2-4 weekend, and it was really not warm enough to do a whole lot, like getting to the pool and stuff. Although, Friday night, if I remember correctly, I think I was in the pool about 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> but that was where somebody decided, you know, let's all go for a swim. Right. And I was fully in. And I do remember taking a big dive and, and you know, hitting the, the deep end and thinking, this was a mistake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Your neighbors probably thought the same thing. Oh, yeah, they love me. They right. Love me. Anyhow, hope everybody had a, a terrific weekend. One of the things we did do, uh, of course, was watch the final uh, episode for this season of SNL, where you had uh, Pete Davidson, Kate McKinnon, A.D. Bryant, and Kyle Mooney all saying goodbye. Right. Kate McKinnon's was probably the best. She redid her alien abdu- abduction sketch, which was brilliant once again. And then she climbed in as the character uh, into the UFO to be gone from Earth for good. And she finished up by saying, you know, thank you so much, Earth. I love you. Live from New York. And she uh, she got a little weepy. You could see she was kind of a little choked up at that moment. Pete's was a little different. He, was, uh, he did it during Weekend Update. And he really got actually a, a long time to say his piece and mm-hmm. thank Lauren and everybody. I can't remember now. Did Aidy Bryant? I don't know that she really did anything. Right. She, was, she was a part of a, a bunch of skits. Same with Kyle Mooney. It just right. seems like it she was, was involved in that that space one, right? Yeah, so. um, yeah. And it, well, the show open was was kind of given to Kate McKinnon mm-hmm. as a chance to, to say goodbye. I I did I didn't see it live. We didn't have power, uh, but um, I, I did read uh, some people who were a little upset that in just the talk of the Saturday Night Live departures, mm. that Pete Davidson's name was put before. Uh, Kate McKinnon's mm. in some stories, right? And, you know, listen, he's he's uh, high profile because of his relationship with Kim Kardashian and, and uh, probably makes the news more these days or likely makes the news more these days than uh, than Kate McKinnon. But when you think of in terms of importance to Saturday Night Live, mm. you know, Kate McKinnon was was a, the real star driver of that show for the last couple of seasons. Yeah, she had, well, she had become the next like Kristen Wiig and you right. know, whoever. But I, I think I think it's even pre Kim Kardashian with Davidson. It seems like uh, he became a headline the minute he was engaged to Ariana Grande, and True. that that never went away. You know. Right. Every woman he dated became a headline. Well, and I guess that one, too, had a connection to the show because, mm-hmm. you know, they met there. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, there's still some terrific talent 
uh, on that uh, on that stage. And uh, you always think when when certain people leave, you think, oh man, it's you know it's going to be over. Uh, you know, Bill Hader left, and there was no more Stefan, or you know, and Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Will Ferrell, yeah, yeah. All, you always think, oh, it's never going to be as good, but somebody always comes back and, and shines. Keenan and, comes back. That's what happens. Keenan never leaves. <laughs> Actually, there's a rumor that uh, if Lauren Michaels one day decides to pack it in, and he has even said by the 50th anniversary of the show, he probably will. Some have said Keenan should take the job. He's been there forever now. True. He knows how it works. Others have said Tina Fey, but she said, I don't want those hours anymore. Right. You know, I'm past that. Dana Carvey's knocking on the door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that yeah. gig. Him and Spade. Right. They're, they're like, please, because that's all they do now is they have this podcast where they just talk to ex-cast members. <laughs> so they'd happily go back, probably. You know, there are a lot of things about aging that aren't so pleasant. Upping the Viagra, this kind of thing. <laughs> but, um... But there are some traits about becoming older that I, I've i always been quite fond of as these years mount. And I had uh, read years ago, or I heard Charlie Watts say years ago, that he was always much more comfortable as an older man than he was as a younger man. And I think I've always felt the same way. I think I'm much more uh, at ease and comfortable in my own skin as I've aged than I certainly was in my teens or 20s or 30s. Um, and it's just things like... Um, being able to set boundaries with people, mm. uh, not not feeling bad to say no to things. When you're younger, you, you want to try to please everybody, especially if you're in a relationship and it's early days. You want to make sure they're happy. If you meet their family, sometimes you'll go out of your way to make those people uh, happy so that uh, you win them over. Now, I mean, I've been married to the lovely Maria for so long, and I, I do love all her family dearly, but I have no problem with saying... No, I'm not going on vacation with all of you. That's not happening. Imagine what Charlie Watts had to go through as a younger man, rolling around mm. with Mick Jagger and Keith Richards in their heyday. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and he's sitting there at the drums ready to get practice going. Yeah. And they haven't rolled out yet. Well, there's that great classic story, right, of Charlie... Uh, being in bed in a hotel room somewhere and Mick drunk and uh, decides it's time for the band to jam. And so he goes and calls him and calls him and calls him and wakes him up and says, where's my drummer? Where's my drummer? And uh, Charlie gets up, showers, puts on his suit, goes downstairs and supposedly punches Mick Jagger right in the face. So <laughs> Charlie did his own thing. Right. Um but the, uh, the ability to tell yourself to shut up when you start overthinking. You know, again, worrying mm. about everything too much. Being able to make a decision and be decisive and say, this is what I'm doing. Here I go. Right. Choosing to ignore dumb people instead of arguing with them. <laughs> I think we've all had to grow into that. Right, yeah. Believing in your own assessment of people and not taking that made by others, which is really... That's something that for sure comes with age. Because you think of how many people you kind of thought were fine, good, decent. You liked them, sort of, whatever. But other people around you didn't. So you'd side with, with them. It's got to be even tougher, too, for, for, you know, I watch my kids nowadays. Growing up in the era, era of social media and all that is connected and, you know, the humble bragging that happens mm -hmm. online and, and all of the posting and the need to comment or the, the need to react to things or to try and do things to get reactions from other people. And 
you know, he's find all these mental health issues are going around now. And a lot of it, I think, has to do with the fact that we're so consumed by what other people think of us mm-hmm. because of our online personas. Right? You know, and when it comes to marriage, you know, I, I, I think we're, I'm at a stage, we're at a stage where, you know, again, there would be times when I would, and I'm sure Maria as well, would do all these things that really weren't interested in, like the amount of times I dragged her, say, to like a Rolling Stones concert, right? Right. She had no interest in going there. But she'd come with me because it's something I wanted to do. Now we're at that great stage of our life where she would just go, you go. I'll stay. <laughs> and the same is, you know, for it's like with weddings. I told you this recently. Coming up, like she's got, you know, cousins, kids who are getting married. I'm like, well, I'm no, I'm not going. Right. First of all, I'm going to sit there and not speak to anybody all night because I don't know anybody. You go. You have fun. Mm-hmm. And, and it's fine. You know, you get to that place where you just say... No, a lot more. Although I find Maria saying to me a lot, try saying yes for a change. <laughs> try it. Just I'll spell it out for you, husband. Just try it. I was just reading where a Gucci has an umbrella that they're selling, and Adidas has one as well. They're like thirteen hundred dollars for this umbrella. What problem is? It's not waterproof. <laughs> you buy this stupid umbrella, you're like, oh, look, I have to try my brand new $1,300 umbrella. I'm going to go run it in the rain. And you get your suit soaked. You get your Gucci suit soaked. I, uh, I, I would laugh at that. I would like to see somebody walk around with their Gucci umbrella soaked in the rain. It, uh, they say it's only meant for the sun. So it's a sun umbrella. Oh, a sun umbrella. But you would think at 1300 bucks, you could have sprayed it with a little water repellent. Right. Now, I don't know. They don't show a picture of it. I don't know if it's like one of these bigger. They say it's for sun protection or decorative use. So maybe it's a bit of a bigger one that you would put on a deck. You see these ones that stand yeah. up in this. The, but they're usually a lot more than thirteen hundred dollars. Well, yeah, and that's not for decorative use. That's for you know shade purposes. Mm. Um, this, I think, they're literally talking about something that's just just out there to be the brand. Yeah. Like you're carrying this around, blocking the shade to say that you've got a $1,300 umbrella to do it. Now, certainly, you know, there are some things that we get attached to, brand names that we we like to stick with. You're a a big fan of Under Armour. Uh, I like uh, Michelob Ultras because they they make me, they're my skinny beer. Right. They're my summer beer. Sure. Keep telling myself that. Um, But but in the grand scheme of things, like I, I can flip and flop on almost anything. Like I don't have to be... Uh, uh, a Volkswagen guy, or right. I don't. If I had a motorcycle, I wouldn't have to be a Harley guy. Or, gotcha. You know, you. Um, I, I tend to go for name brands only because I've learned over the years with some things that that going cheap can be expensive. Mm. And you know me, I'm cheap, mm. right? Like I, I am very frugal when it comes to uh, to spending money. But you know, like things like luggage, right? Well, any bag. could carry what you're carrying mm. but you know while i don't need the, the the ysl on my bag and think it's quite ridiculous to spend you know ten thousand dollars on suitcases mm. that i could be thrown on the plane with the rest of everyone everyone else's junk yeah you know you know we bought a set or we got a set for our honeymoon that didn't last the honeymoon right and i think my goodness if you're spending you know that kind of money you expect if you it to last you a little bit mm. longer. So maybe if it's got a good name to it, 
and a name brand thing will work better or last longer, mm-hmm. have better components to it. And I also think, too, it depends on how deep you're into something. Like, golf or sports is a great example. You know, like, I'm way down the list of talented golfers. And so, for me, the clubs I play are used. I got bits and pieces of this and that. Fine with it. Right. Because you could put a $10,000 set of clubs in my hand or a $1,500 set, and I'm going to play them the same way. Right. Badly. Uh, for you, you know the game. We, we have others, Doug Elliott, and you get, you get to know the game. And so, yeah, you're going to up your, um, your your thing. But I always find it funny when I say with somebody, uh, like with a, doing a kitchen or something, and you go and you buy the most expensive dishwasher or fridge and stove. Right, yes. And you're like, well, well, why? Right. You, 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 eat, uh, you eat off of paper plates. It's interesting, too, because when you look at the housing market now and you go around it and, you know, we're taking a look at a couple of places here and there and, and, you, and you see, like, oh, it's got Mila appliances or something. Mm. Like, you think, wow, those are high end. I would buy a place if it had them. I'm not buying them. Right. <laughs> from right. me. Right? right. But maybe you would if, like, cooking was really your thing. Yeah. You know? You know, like, it's interesting. You know, when you said mentioned golf clubs, like, yeah, sure, you know, now I'm, I'm, a, I'm a TaylorMade guy, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. I play TaylorMade golf clubs. Thank you to TaylorMade, mm-hmm. by the way, and Golf Ontario for helping out with that. But that's probably the reason I'm a TaylorMade guy. Right. A lot of people might be surprised to know that between the ages of 15 and 45, I never had a new set of golf clubs. Mm. Right? I bought used or right. played second hand and was fine with them. I always bought quality mm-hmm. stuff, but I never bought it new. Right. Right. What about your sex toys? Right. You got to buy those new. <laughs> <laughs> Some celebrities were discussed in an online thread about who was uh, good in restaurants, who tipped well, who treated people well, and who Ooh, wasn't. Okay. Uh, Keanu Reeves shows up definitely in the category of good. There's been a few memes about him mm. uh, that have gone around about just, you know, his lifestyle and, and how, you know, he's very you know, quietly generous mm-hmm. and and giving um, that he's, you know, there have been some issues in his, his life and struggles with, with, with family and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and things that have just... Somehow kept him a very grounded person, but then also that he, you know, gave all the stunt people on his uh, on the Matrix movies. Mm. I think it was, or maybe it was John Wick. Right. Like, like gifted them all Harleys and like, yeah. like crazy expensive gifts. Yeah, he um, Zen is the right world word, but he's very grounded. It seems like mm-hmm. you know. Uh, anyhow, he spends plenty of time taking photos with people, and he always tipped about thirty to fifty percent on very expensive tabs. Wow. Brian Cranston, they say he just plunks down right next to you and eats like such a dad. This <laughs> is <just> great. <laughs> That's terrific. Uh, Barbara Streisand, she didn't make eye contact, but she wasn't fussy. Okay. Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, they were so nice, so polite, so down to earth. They even came into the kitchen to say hi and thank you for everyone working. And I, I've heard numerous stories about them and their cottage in Muskoka yes. and how about town they are always seen everywhere in pubs and shopping and on the streets and always like great with everybody yeah you know well, it doesn't cost much to be decent no it's a lot tougher to be an a-hole right that's as we're learning um, <laughs> <laughs> uh Kurt, i started to said that one already john goodman uh they say uh, somebody said i didn't serve him but the girl who did was in tears because of how nice he was in telling her to follow her dreams. Hmm. This is a great one. Stephen Baldwin. 
He, uh, this is Haley Baldwin's, uh, or Haley, Haley Bieber's dad. Now right. She's married to uh, Justin. Um, Stephen Baldwin. He let kids run all over the bar without any supervision at all. He kept saying loudly, no pitchers, which was weird because none of us were asking for one. <laughs> <laughs> and none of us even had a camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start doing that when I go into play. No pictures. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nobody was planning Put your on Put cameras it. away. Mr. Luck. Don't look me in the eye. Magic Johnson, he came into a Denny's at 3 a.m. during the 99 Lakers versus Pacers finals. He was nice enough to sign autographs on his way to the closed-off section, which he paid 50 bucks to set in but didn't tip beyond that. <laughs> Olivia Wilde, someone said she did a shoot at my restaurant. We had banter, and it made my week. She was a very nice woman. Okay. Yeah. Just ask Jason Sudeikis what he thinks. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Uh, and so, oh, this is interesting. I did not see this. I'm sure it's online somewhere. Oh, no, it's not online. They said there was no there was no camera to catch it. I guess during the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial, there was a break in the action at one point. Uh, the judge called for a morning break, and then the woman in the gallery yelled, Johnny, I love you. Our souls are connected. Johnny waved to the woman, but then she held up a baby and said, this baby is yours. Wow. She was escorted from the courtroom. (laughs) (laughs) And Amber Heard's lawyer said, she's our next witness. (laughs) That's his next trial. A paternity suit. Rock Mornings with With Craig Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.